Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael E. Tom, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. It has been a great blessing to the Bethlehem Baptist Church and it's delightful brother to be around so we can see where he gets it from because he's the elder brother, all right? So, (laughs) he's the elder. Amen? Amen. Well, tonight, uh, as you can see, or maybe you can't see, we put before you tonight a a picture or a vision of what we're trying to do in the future in building this uh, church building. And we always like to be reminded of it and cast this vision uh, of what we believe God wants us to do. Bethlehem! Amen. This is our theme for the whole year based on 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. And we believe that God wants to get it right here in the household of the Lord. And, and this is our goal throughout this next year. Amen. Amen. Throughout this month, we are sharing a message series entitled Getting It Right in Mindset. Get it right in mindset. And as we get it right in mindset, we have to know that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And we've been standing on that word all month long. And we want to encourage you that and whatever you're facing, whatever challenges that you are going through, that you can make it. That you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. And throughout this month, we have been trying to encourage the saints to be faithful to the Lord. Encourage the saints to continue to look to him in times of challenge and triumph. And tonight, we're going to share a brief word entitled a skeleton vision of hope a skeleton vision of hope we're going to look at Ezekiel chapter 34 uh, 37 verses 1 through 3 we want you to read this out loud together at the same time as we continue tonight this one slide Ezekiel chapter 34, 1 through 3. Let's read it out loud together at the same time on 3. 1, 2, 3. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out of the 
in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He ran back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I say, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Amen. Amen. And again, tonight we're going to share a brief devotional uh, message entitled, A Skeleton Vision of Hope. A Skeleton Vision of Hope. We're going to talk on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us others. We're going to talk about being God-led. We're going to talk about God-lousy. And we're going to talk about God-Lord. God-led, God-lousy, and God-Lord. And Tonight we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should hope in the impossibilities of God. Christians should hope in the impossibilities of God. And before we go into this text tonight, I'm going to play this video to, to show us or to set the scene on what God has actually done and in this text. And many of you know this text and we know that the Lord gave the prophet a pop quiz and he posed the question to the prophet, can these bones live? And he not only gave him a pop quiz, but he took him on a tour of that valley of dry bones and he got to see how really, really dry and distorted that valley of dry bones was. And he and he had the audacity to ask the prophet after seeing the devastation of what was thought to be a great army. He had the audacity to ask him, can these uh, bones live? And if we look in our own eyes and with our own minds, we know or we think within ourselves that, oh, that, that, that's impossible. These bones can't live. And there's somebody right now, uh, right now in a situation where, oh, it, it's impossible. The bones are dry. And, and as a matter of fact, it's been a devastating loss because this was thought to be a great army of people who had lost the war. But then God came to the prophet and asked, can these bones live? And somebody here tonight, you're in a place of, of that valley of dry bones. And, and God, you, you, you had enough mindset to make it to the house tonight. And God is posing the question, can that dry marriage live? Hello, somebody. Oh, he, he has the audacity to ask the question, can that dry ministry or church live? He has the audacity to ask, can that dry ministry live? He has the audacity to ask the question, can that dry singleness live. Hello somebody. Oh, he has an to ask, can that dry bank account live? Because it went in the negative. Oh, this week, can these dry bones live? Oh, and before we get in the text tonight, we get a good visual on what actually happened as we use our sanctified imagination with this, oh, with this video, we want you to focus on what's really, really happening 
Oh, we want you to focus on that. Dry bones in the hands of God can't live. A dry circumstance in the hands of God can't live. A dry bank account in the hands of God can't live. Oh, and it's up to you to look for the man of God who is sent to speak the word of God to say yes or to prophesy to the dry bones. Many times, oh, and I'm going to get into this video. Many times we as Christians get put in dry bone kind of places and we ask God, why you got me at this dry church? Why you got me in this dry marriage? Why have this dry bank account? Why, oh Lord, why? But God has sent you there just like this man of God in the text. Oh, to be a difference maker. Oh, to change the circumstance and to begin to prophesy or to speak to that dead situation in the name of the Lord our Savior and say dry bones. Yes, you will live in Jesus name. Before we get in this video, say to your neighbor, neighbor, Oh neighbor, dry bones will live in Jesus name. Let's get into this. Listen to the words of the song. Amen. And praise the Lord. We're talking about a skeleton vision of hope, a skeleton vision of hope. And under point number one, uh, as you may be in your dry place, uh, under point number one, as you may be dealing with some dead things in your life, under point number one, uh, first of all, you've got to really realize why and who sent you. Hello, somebody. Oh, you may be in a dead place. Oh, it may be a dead zone. You may be, oh, sailing on the dead sea. But the first thing that you've got to realize, if you want to have a skeleton uh, vision of hope, is first of all, you've got to realize that it was God that sent you. Hello, somebody. Oh, wasn't it God who sent them? God led on the point number one. It says in verse one, the hand of the Lord was on me and he brought me out by what? By the spirit of the Lord and what did he do he set me in the middle of the valley and it was what full of dry bones first of all in the text we see that it was the hand of the Lord that was on him that very same hand oh that made creation that very same hand that formed man oh out of some dirt that very same hand that powerful hand oh and that powerful hand uh, oh brought him out 
out not only by the hand of God, but by what? By the spirit of God. Oh, this man was led by the hand of God and by the spirit of God. And you would have thought that if God's hand was on him, and you would have thought that if God's spirit was on him, that, that God would have sent him to a place. Oh, oh, like David said, God leaded me beside the what? The still waters. And, and you restore my soul. Oh, but oh, the hand of God and the spirit of God led him to what? Oh, set him in the middle of a valley. Oh, in the valley is bad enough. The valley is probably below sea level. The valley is low enough. But he set him in the middle of a valley. Oh, oh, full of what? Dry bones. Oh, set him in a, in a graveyard. Hello, somebody. Wait a minute. If the hand of God is on me and the spirit of God is in me, the last place that I want him to send me is to Bethlehem Cemetery over there by the hospital. That's the last place that I want God to send me. Oh, it's the hand of God and it's the spirit of God. But yet, it was the hand of God and the spirit of God that had led him oh, to this place, to this spontaneous oh, graveyard. Set him there right in the middle. And many times, saints, don't believe that God will put you in a bad place. Saints, don't believe oh, that they've been led by God when tragedy happens. Saints, don't believe. Oh, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. You can be right smack dab in the middle of a difficult marriage wondering whether or not God sent you or put you together or not. Yes, God did lead you. Hello, somebody. You prayed for her or you prayed for him. You prayed for that church or you prayed, oh, to have a bank account. You prayed and God led, but you didn't expect that she would have that many skeletons in her closet. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. You wouldn't expect that there would be that many skeletons in the closet. But the truth of the matter is, is all of us have some skeletons in our closet. Hello, somebody. And that don't mean that God didn't lead you. Hello, somebody. Oh, God led this man of God, this prophet. Oh, if you would, strike the max nap dab in the middle of a valley full of dry bones. Oh, here's Jesus. In Matthew 4, 1, Jesus was led by the Spirit into what? Into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Hey, wait a minute. The hand of God and the Spirit of God is leading me to wilderness. Oh, the hand of God and the Spirit of God is leading me oh, to a graveyard. Hello, somebody. Somebody's in a dead place and God led you right at that place at this moment at this time he led you there hello somebody oh I tell you neighbor neighbor Oh, neighbor, yeah, God led you there. Oh, in Jesus' name, God led you there in that marriage. God led you to that job where, where your devil, I mean, where your boss is the devil incarnate. Hello, somebody. He led you there in Jesus' name. I said he led you there. And guess where? He, he not only led you, 
But the truth of the matter is, is that it's a lousy place. Hello, somebody. It's a lousy place. Verse 2, he said, he led me back and forth amongst them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. Wait a minute. He not only led them there, oh, in the middle of it, but he had them to take a tour and to take a look at all these shy bones in the middle of the place. He took a tour and saw all these shy bones and he came to the conclusion that they were not only dry but they were buried dry. Hello somebody. Somebody here today. You're in a dry bone place. It's not just dry but it's very dry. Hello somebody. Oh yeah it's dead and it's way dead. Hello somebody. Oh this is past. Oh Oh, Lazarus, third day and pass. Oh, Jesus, it's third day. These bones. Oh, uh, 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 Lazarus, fourth day and Jesus, third day. These bones are dead, dog, dirty dead. Oh, hello, somebody. Somebody's here and you're in a dead, dog, dirty place. Dead, dog, dry place. Oh, you hadn't, you've been on the famine and you haven't seen rain and you've been wondering whether or not that God is alive. You've been wondering whether or not that God had forsaken you or for God had, had, had forgotten you and God says tonight no I have not forgotten you you was led oh, by the spirit of God and you had my hand on you and I put you there and not only did I take you there but I gave you a tour of the deadness and you came to the conclusion that it was very dry. Hello, somebody. It was very dry. He said, he says, he says he, he took him back and forth and saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley and the bones were very dry. Somebody listening at the sound of my voice, oh you're like Ezekiel and you're in this very dry place or you may be like oh this prophet oh over here in this next text, this prophet oh Habakkuk and when he said though the fig trees does not bloom and there be no grapes on the vine though the oil or the the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food though there be no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the sun oh you may be here today and it's a very dry place oh you broke oh we used to have a saying I'm so broke I can't pay attention Hello, somebody. That's how broke you are. You don't know how your or where your next meal is coming. Your unemployment has run out. You've been evicted, and they said, "Don't come back." Oh, your electric has been turned off, and you don't have no air. Hello, somebody. You are in a very dry place. Oh, as a matter of fact, it's so dry. Oh, that you had to go back and live with mama and them and mama them going through a bad time and talking about oh they don't know what they're gonna do it's a very very dry place but God has sent me here oh to let you know that you may be in a dry place but you better realize that it was the hand of God that led you and the spirit of God that 
took you to this place. Oh, it's not the place that you wanted to go. Oh, you wanted to be in New York City, but God took you to Ada, Oklahoma. Hello, somebody. You wanted to be over there in LA, but God took you to No Water, Oklahoma. Hello, somebody. Oh, you are in a dry place. Hello, somebody. God says tonight, oh, yeah, I, I, I let you. God says tonight, yeah, the situation looks lousy, but you better realize it was me who led you. You better realize it was my hand that was on you. You better realize that I didn't send you to that place just for you to suffer. As a matter of fact, I sent you to that place to change that place. I sent you to that place to raise the dead, to heal the sick. Hello, son. I sent you to that place so that you would know my last point and then we're going to try to go into this business me so that you would know that God is what Lord hello somebody say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor God is Lord and he's Lord over my dead situation oh I said he's Lord over my dead marriage Lord over my dead singleness Lord over my dead bank account Lord over my dead job career situation oh I know you got a master's degree and can't find work but it was God who led you to that bachelor's program it was God who led you to the master's program and he didn't lead you oh so that you could be out by yourself and alone you better believe in the God that you serve you better have faith in God in Jesus name for God is Lord then he had the, the audacity to ask this question He said, he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? (laughs) A pop quiz. Now, 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 God, now you done took me on a... Uh, I've done the biology of it and I've, I've seen, yes, they're real human bones. I, I've seen, yes, they, that it's a whole lot of them. And I've seen that they are all dead. As a matter of fact, oh, they baked in the sun because they are dry bones. I've seen it with my own eyes because you led me here by your hand in your spirit and you took me on a tour and I've seen it. Oh, and I've seen it for myself and now, Lord, you have the audacity to ask me can these dry bones live hello somebody hello somebody God is asking can that marriage live can that bank account live can that ministry live can that church live oh can that town live can can that can the US live can it live oh and you better have this answer It was not a yes or no answer. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And and it passed the test. It wasn't a yes or no answer. Many times, oh, we like to know a yes and we want to know a a no. We want to know exactly what to do and exactly where to go. But the old folk used to say, I don't know how, but I do know who. Hello, somebody. Oh, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Oh, hello, somebody. And he said, and he had this to say, and this is what some of you better say about your circumstance. Sovereign Lord, 
Hello, somebody. You alone know. Hello, somebody. Oh, don't miss out on that word sovereign. Hello, somebody. Sovereign Lord. Oh, only you know about this. Oh, and better yet, oh, it was more like Jesus praying, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Oh, he said, can they live? Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. I, I don't know all all I know is that you are God and God all by yourself and because you're God because you're sovereign I can't limit you I can't say no Lord oh these dry bones can't live cause they too dry I cannot limit you and I can't say oh Lord that they can live because I don't know whether or not this is your will or not and guess what he had the right answer and for somebody in a dead situation you better know the answer to the po- the answer to the problem is God. Period. I think I preached about that Sunday. God. Period. He's the answer to the question. He's the answer to the problem. He's the one. Oh, that can do anything that I ask or anything that I can't imagine. It's God and God by Himself and all alone. Sovereign Lord. It's in your hands. And if I was preaching a whole sermon, you say, preacher, you done took enough time. <laughs> but I will tell you how God said, prophet, man of God, speak to these dry bones. Prophesy to the dry bones. And when he prophesied to the dry bones, guess what? A dry situation changed. An impossible situation changed. He prophesied Oh, to those tribal, you better learn as a saint, know how to prophesy to that dead situation. If you're broke, you better know that text where God says that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Hello, somebody. Oh, if you don't have peace of mind, you better know that text where God tells you to be anxious for nothing. Hello, somebody. Better take a nature walk. Look at the birds in the valleys, in the fields and to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all this stuff that you're worried about you better know how to prophesy to your situation in Jesus name you better know what the word of God says in the middle of your heartache in the middle of your pain in the middle of when you feel like throwing in the towel you better know oh what the text says that we're standing on all month long that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me that's prophesied to the situation in Jesus name in Jesus name oh yes the man of God was God led oh yes the man of God was led to a lousy place But I'm so glad that the God that I know was God and Lord even over the lousy places in life. Hello somebody. And he said speak, prophesy. Oh and he's telling somebody here tonight to prophesy speak to that dead situation in Jesus name. In Jesus name. I've took up too much of our time. I'm going to pray and then we're going to enter into our time 
and try to have this, this business meeting. Shall we pray? Father God, we come tonight, Lord, this morning to thank you and to praise your holy name, Father. Father God, you are truly worthy to be praised. You're worthy of glory, honor, power, dominion, and might forever and ever, Father. And because you're worthy, Father, we come tonight wanting to submit to your will, Father, for this church, Lord. As we enter into this church conference or business meeting, Father, we're going to try to have it tonight. And, and Father God, we, we don't look at the circumstance around this meeting. Oh, Father, your word says that wherever two or three are gathered together in your name, that you're in the midst, Father. And we want to accomplish kingdom business tonight. And, and we commit ourselves in this meeting unto you, believing, Father, that uh, oh, these dry bones uh, can live, Father. In Jesus' name, that, that my personal dry bones, Lord, can, can live, Lord. And we come tonight, Lord, saying not my will be done. But thy will be done here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. Thy will be done, Father. And we believe, Lord, that you have some miraculous plans for us as a church, Lord. I hear your word says that I know the thoughts or the plans that I have for towards you, says the Lord. Pl plans to, to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to, to give you a hope and a future, Father. And, and we thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do in the life of Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for sins was buried and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing for now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the 
household faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've called in this program Vision to Reality. And This is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. 
Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com. Definitely.